Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 975. Follow your dreams. Keep reaching for the stars. You may not get there right now, but you never know. Someday you're going to grab onto that star and you're going to be there and you're going to look back and you're going to go, wow, this has been one heck of a journey. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Rick Abatey. Hey, Rick, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am ready to go. All right. Rick Abatey is the president at Classic Car Marketing in Orange, California, where they bring buyers and sellers of classic cars together. Whether it's an original, restored, custom, or exotic, Rick and his team have you covered as a one-stop shop for the automotive enthusiast. They target a global market to find and sell the ride you've been dreaming of. Rick and his team have over 50 years of combined marketing and automotive experience and dedication to the industry, finding automobiles and resourcing specialized services. You've seen their cars featured on Velocity's television shows, and they are long-standing Good Guys members, and they've judged at numerous car shows. So, Rick, I've told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your business and a very obvious passion for automobiles. Well, thank you so much, Mark. I mean, it's just grown to be an amazing ride. You know, our business, Classic Car Marketing, was really born out of the desire for the passion of the automobile. My wife, Kempi, and I, years ago, started doing cars together. And it kept growing and growing and growing. And uh, as my career took off, I, you know, I started off in the automotive industry, just like most guys. I started off working at a couple of dealerships and Went up the ladder pretty quick and ended up becoming the direct national director of uh, training for Daewoo Motor America when Daewoo was here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, was brought into Mitsubishi as a retail operations specialist and later became the, the regional uh, sales manager for the West. But left them and decided to pursue our passion. And, and at the end of the day, it's really about making sure that the people that are looking for that right car find that right car. So we're trying to bring buyers and sellers together, but to pair them up in a level in which they, they've got a confidence. Mm. You know, they, have a, they have a high level of integrity in what they're looking at. And we can say to them, look, we've inspected this car. Come and look at it yourself because we require inspection. So it's, a, it's an amazing ride. I, I wouldn't be here, you know, and the company wouldn't be had my wife not said, hey, let's take our passion and make it into a business. A <laughs> lucky guy so you are. <laughs> I, it, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. You know, we, we built this firm and we just kept growing and growing and growing. So it's, it's been a heck of a ride. Our, you know, the passion, God, I'll tell you, I, you know, you look at it and I, even to this day, I look at cars and I just kind of shake my head like, wow, look at that. I feel like a little kid in a candy store, you know? I think a little bit. And I know that the day we're recording this, you just came back from the uh, Roadster show, right? I was, I've, uh, I have been, so humbled to be sponsored by quite a few different companies. McGuire's is one of our core sponsors. As a matter of fact, they're the first company, major corporation to get behind us. So we, um, we build a lot of cars. That's one of our hobbies. And uh, McGuire's, you know, they, they're just so neat. I mean, they, we put our cars on display with them. We go to the Roadster show with them. 
we were on display there with uh, with our latest little toy, and it's it's been crazy. Well, Barry McGuire and his daughter Nicole and many people from McGuire's have been guests here on Cars Yeah, so you're all a big happy family of alumni. Oh. But uh, before I get into the questions, what were your thoughts about the Grand National Roadster Show? Was What was your overall impression? Because I know this isn't the first time you've attended. No, I, I'm a long-standing attendee at that show. You know, I, it's just every year, I mean, we laugh and we say it's just the ridiculous of ridiculous. I mean, things that you would never imagine start showing up. You know, um, one of the, uh, there's a, there's a, a cab over that was there where the guy actually put a blown big block in the back of it and hooked it up to an Eldorado transaxle. What? And it just, <laughs> oh, there, there was, and, and, uh, I mean, when you talk about 15 cars competing for Amber, um, it's just so much that went on and, yeah. and historical cars showing up, you know, I mean, there's, there's all these different genres that come into play and, whether it's a full-blown custom, whether it's a long, slow-to-go type of a car or a rat rod or whatever it may be, they all show up. Yeah. And I, I got to tell you, Saturday, I mean, it was it was ridiculous. I, I was just looking around going, look at all these people. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I'm so fortunate to have so many followers on social media. And weekends when I can't attend events like this, I get to sit back and at least look at all the wonderful photos that people post. And I feel... I feel like a little bit like I'm there, and uh, I get to enjoy it. So that's one of the joys of uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those fun things. But let's talk about you a little bit more here. So as we continue on your journey, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So Rick, take the wheel. Well, one of the, one of the keys, many, many years ago, I had a, um, you know, I had, I had a, a guy in my life that, that was one of my bosses. And we were talking, he was pulling me up the corporate ladder pretty quick. And I sat down and I said to him, I said, you know, I go, what is the secret to being successful in this industry? He looked me in the eye and he just said, you know, Rick, he goes, the main thing, he goes, always be a student of the industry. And I thought to myself, wow, that's, that's, that's pretty deep right there. He said to me, he goes, you got to keep your eye on what's going on. So even today, you know, as we, you know, evolve our corporation here, Tempe and I, I mean, we take a hard look every year. I mean, we've got key indicators, you know, and every year we take a hard look at what's going on with the business around us. Mm -hmm. For example, January, this month, critical, critical months for business. So what do we look at? We look at market trends. We follow the auctions that go off in, uh, in Scottsdale. They have a huge, 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 you know, hit as far as what's going to happen with the market and in the value. Mm -hmm. Second, we watch what's going on with housing. Third, unemployment. And the fourth, the stock market. We kind of call it the perfect storm. If those four are in line, it's going to be a heck of a year. And I'll tell you what, after what just happened in Scottsdale, we believe that this market is going to be a bull market like no tomorrow. It has just taken off. So yeah. we're excited. That's, that's kind of how we look at it. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, let's go back in time and talk about a story that instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment as you remember it when you knew you were indeed a car guy? Oh, I knew I was out of my head. I got to <laughs> tell you, um, I <clears throat> there are many, many years back going back. I mean, I, I have always been into cars. We used to hang out on street corners and go racing down in San Diego. And, you know, later on, fast forward into high school, I got my first car and 
I'll never forget my dad coming home and I had the front of the car completely torn apart. He looked at me and he said, what are you doing? I said, <laughs> yeah. well, I'm going to, I'm going to lower it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. He goes, well, why can't you leave well enough alone? I said, I can make it better. Yes. And he looked at me and goes, he goes, how are you going to make it better? I remember looking at him and I said, dad, you know, the manufacturer, they, they do it to a certain level, but then you got to take it to the next level. <laughs> and that, I, that's when I knew. My dad looked at me, shook his head, and he walked away. And I knew at that point, oh, my goodness, what am I doing here? Yeah, well, at least he knew where to find you. You were always in the garage. Oh, it was, it was, it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. But, uh, you know, from that point forward, it, uh, you know, I just started, I started getting cars. I started working on them, you know, trying to, you know, look at them and re-engineer them and trying to figure out what was the right thing, what was the wrong thing, what would work, what wouldn't work. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just, it's evolved over, over the course of the last 40 years, yeah. 40, 50 years now. Yeah. Very cool. Crazy. Now, you mentioned San Diego. Did you grow up in San Diego? I actually did. I grew up in San Diego. I went to San Diego State, uh, spent, a, spent a lifetime riding down there and, you know, just really having a great time. And that was when San Diego was a small town. It yep. wasn't, you know, the, the big monster that it is now. Even today, I mean, I, I get the EBGBs when I have to drive down there because the traffic <laughs> is actually worse than here in Orange County. Yeah, it's bad. I grew, well, you know, you and I are, are San Diego State alumni. That's where I graduated from. I started at UCSD, yep. but ended up at San Diego State. And I grew up in San Diego, so I spent a lot of time riding motorcycles out in Miramar with my buddy Bobby and oh, Jeff yeah. and uh, having fun. But uh, definitely a car culture down there, uh, that's for sure. And you're right. It was a lot smaller town than now. I go back to visit family, and yeah, the traffic is just insane. Oh. Uh, not very fun to get around, but uh, nice to meet a nope, fellow nope. San Diegan. So very cool. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or a big failure. Now, you talk about working in the car industry for many years, and then your wife and you took off on your own, became entrepreneurs. No doubt that is fraught with ups and downs. We talked about a very bull market right now, but of course, not too long ago, things were not looking so good. So take us to a point in time of a great challenge or even a big failure you faced. Walk us through it and then tell us what did that experience teach you so that you can move forward? My, I'll tell you what, uh, the, the hardest challenge that I had, because I came out of a corporate world, when it was time that we made a decision to move away from the corporate world and having that parachute around me, mm -hmm. I was scared to death. Yep. I was not the guy. I was not the guy that was going to do it. You know, I had a, a very fruitful career going. I had the support mechanism. I had the internal support. But, you know, it, it just it reached a point where I sat down and we were doing these cars as a hobby for so long and having so much fun with it. You know, when it came time, my wife looked at me and she goes, you know, she was, you should just quit. And I looked at her and I said, no, I go, you know, we, we can't do this. We can't. She said, you can do whatever you want to. So it was really, it was, it was really Tempe's. It was, it was her mm -hmm. deal. I mean, I, I was all in, but I was scared to death. Oh yeah. And she, she, she sat down and just convinced me and we, and it, the story goes, and it's real simple. She's like, okay, you come up with a business plan. I'll come up with a business plan and we'll pair them together and see what's going to work. And you know what? It was just it was amazing because what I learned throughout that whole experience is that you have to have, you have to have faith in your own skill set. Mm. You have to be confident on what you can do. You should not let boundaries stop you from elevating to where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've heard this story from many of my guests and 
My goodness, you're my 975th guest now here in a little over three years on Cars. Yeah, and I've heard so many of my guests talk about the power of a supportive spouse who finally looked at them and said, just do it. And I think the advantage of that, and I'm, I'm a good example of that. I've worked in small businesses my whole life, but when I decided to go out and start this podcast, yeah, you're scared to death. And But when you have a spouse that says, you know what, it's time for you to build something for you instead of somebody else. And the fact that they're there to support you and whether you fail or you succeed and you will have failures, that's for sure, because it's a learning process. Oh, yeah. Having that spouse next to you is so powerful because uh, you can lean on them a bit and they can kind of say, look, this is going to take a little more time than you think it may take. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Is there other than the, the the challenge of being frightened, if you will, of going out on your own, when you first started, was there a, a big obstacle you came up against that you didn't think you would have had to experience? You know, to be honest with you, there really wasn't. Um, my, you know, Tempe is, 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 is 50-50. She's, I mean, she's really the driving force behind how this all started, you know, and, and I had my doubts inside of me because coming out of the corporate world, I was so used to having that umbrella over my head and everything was fine. And Tempe has always been the entrepreneur, you know, Hey, let's go out and let's do this. Let's go do that. And, and not being afraid, Mm -hmm. you know, and she was able to transfer that energy that she had to me. And between the two of us, I mean, this is our corporation is run. I handle the field. She handles everything that happens inside the office, period. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, I mean, she is heavily involved with it. And, you know, like I said to you before, I mean, when you talk about the growth of the company, I mean, there is no way that any person could ever get to where we're at. I mean, there is multitude of hours after hours after hours. But the big thing was having, you know, having that partnership designed to where we could go to the next level, talk through it and get there. Yeah. You know, so that's that's really the key. I mean, as far as being afraid of something I was afraid of starting a business going on my own. And, you know, let's, you know, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? I remember sitting down and I said, Oh, we have to make X number of dollars per month. And, and it, I looked at it and nowadays I look back and I kind of go, wow, that was ridiculous. But <laughs> yes. what the heck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think maybe I need to have Tempe as a guest on this show. It sounds like, uh, has a, a 50-50 driving force, and I love having women on the show. I've had over a hundred women on the show now, but uh, maybe we need to set that up. That's, that's fantastic. Let's shift gears. And I got. Go to- I got. I, yep. I got. I got to tell you one thing, Mark. When it comes to, and I hate to put the put you know gender in, but when it comes to women and hot rodding, she is by far one of the best. She has her own hot rods, full blown customs. Whoa. She's won everything there is. She was featured by Barry McGuire on Car Crazy. So I mean, we've been to SEMA with her cars. So I mean, it, she definitely knows what she's doing. It's 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 a pleasure. Very cool. Well, I see uh, I see a future guest here for me here on Cars. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. You think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. Now you kind of alluded to one when you sat down with Tempe and you said, "Hey, I think we should maybe do this," or she suggested that to you. But is yeah. there a big aha you could share with us? You know, it really, really after the first year, you know, you, you work so, so hard. And then all of a sudden you get what I call the monkey off your back and you realize that it's going to work, Mm -hmm. you know, and you have 12 months under your, under your, under your buckle and you're kind of looking at everything. And then you sit down, you do a recap and you go, wow, 
I don't have to wear a suit and tie anymore. I can wear shorts and a t-shirt and it's okay. And the dogs are in the backyard. (laughs) As I hear them back there. (laughs) You know, and I, and I, and I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to worry about a bunch of stuff anymore. Yeah. You know, so my aha moment was, you know, getting my health back, being able to give back to the community. I mean, Tampi and I are heavily involved in a, in a, in a couple of different major causes. One is teen challenge, which, you know, it's a hundred percent donation. It gets, gets people off of drugs and alcohol abuse. So we're yeah. heavily involved in that. And then cruising for a cure, which is, you know, the single largest one day car show in the country. I actually run a, run a building called the hangar for Meguiar's where I hand pick 55 to 60 of the finest cars in the country by invite only to nice. be in that building. Yeah. And, you know, Tempe's obviously a part of that, but it's, it's just, just crazy. Yeah. I mean, those are my aha moments going, wow, we made it. My other aha moments is being able to give back to the community. Well, it's so important. And uh, when Nicole McGuire was a guest here on Cars, yeah, she talked about Teen Challenge and how important that is. I know they have the Benedict Castle Concord they put on where they support, they raise money for that. And of course, Debbie Baker was a guest on the show not too long ago, Cruising for the Cure, and we talked about that. So uh, very, very proud of what you guys do for uh, those two remarkable organizations. So important. Well, let's have, you. Yeah, you're Thank welcome. You. you very much. Let's have a little bit of fun and go back in time. I'd love for you to share your first really special car. You talked about ripping that car apart in the driveway, but is there a car that was the first really special one for you? I would say my first real, real special car was a 1966 Cadillac DeVille convertible. Oh my! You surprised me with that one. Yeah. Well, I learned I learned to drive um, in that car when I was 12 years old. Twelve and in a Cadillac. Yeah, I just <laughs> in a Cadillac. Wow! <laughs> and I just it was it was just one of those cars where, you know, it, it, growing up in my household, you know, it was. An, it was you know, always embedded that you drive a Cadillac if you're successful. And back in the day, you know, being the baby boomers, you know, yep. and that was kind of the car. And I always had the Cadillac. And then I started building the muscle cars and everything else. But really, really always looked at the Cadillac like it's an iconic car. That is the the car from General Motors. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was my that's my that's my driver. That's my well, car. <laughs> and, and Cadillac's been through so many gyrations, and the new generation of Cadillacs now are just absolutely spectacular, fast cars. I mean, they're just incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're really fun cars. Well, how about a seller's remorse story? We all have one of those in our lives. A few of my guests don't, but most of them do. Is there one that you let go that you wish you had back? Uh, I, 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 Honestly, the first car that I ever bought brand new was a 1978 Camaro Z28. Whoa. And I I have been looking for that car for 30 years. Oh my. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it has it has some very distinctive things that were done to it. Mm-hmm. And if I could ever find it, I would buy it back. Uh the other, I have one other car also that you know, that's that's my first car. So it's kind of a passion thing. I remember one night I was sitting on the computer and Tempe walked up and she said, "Hey, what are you doing?" And she looked over my shoulder. I go, "That's my first car." She was buy it back, yeah. and then I looked further, and it was, and that, and it wasn't it. Yeah. I said, "No, it's not it. It doesn't have this. Doesn't have that." And she looked. She goes, "You should find your car." I said, "I've been trying for thirty years." Uh, well, but, well, listen, I have Rick. Know, I have thousands of listeners. So, real quickly, what are some of the special features? Your make model. What makes that car special? There might be a listener out there that knows where that car is. 
1978 yellow Camaro Z28. The hood scoop has been opened up and is functional. That's probably the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there what, there's a hole cut in the hood and the hood scoop. The stock hood scoop is open and functional. And on the passenger side, front fender, uh, I got an accident when I was in college, and it's bowed out. Uh-huh. So it's pretty simple to see where the car came from, California. Okay. License plate was 538 UNS. Yeah, Never there, forget it. There you go. Well, maybe <laughs> there's a listener but, out there we could find that car for you. Wouldn't that be cool? Boy, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Oh, that'd be way cool. Yeah. Well, we'll see what we can do just, for you. Yeah. Nice. Just well, fun. E- e- absolutely. Well, let's have a little bit of fun. Talk about what has you excited and fired up this year. This is a great time in our talk for you to let our listeners know exactly the services that you guys provide there, all the things that you can do for people. So if somebody out there is looking for a car, wants to sell a car, needs some help with a car, what are all the different services and things that you guys provide? Well, you know, in our wheelhouse, it's pretty simple. I mean, our core business is advertising and marketing. What we find is that many people today, they, they really, they want to liquidate an asset, but they don't really know how to do it. And they want someone to come in that understands the market. Well, that's where we come into play. We spend, I always tell people, 24-7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, doing nothing but studying market trends, seeing what's going on. Tempe, she spends just about every minute on a day on the computer looking at, you know, how many hits different websites are on, you know, how many hits they're getting, where's the business coming from, what countries are buying cars. So we look at a lot of different things. So, you know, when we talk about advertising marketing, that's our core business. Now, we also have a couple other things we like to do. Obviously, auctions are great. You know, a lot of people, they want to take their cars to auction, and it's a little bit daunting for them because of what's going on around them. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with the auction stream, it can be pretty difficult. You know, so people actually have us come in and, and work with them at an auction. They'll be there, but they have us to handle everything so they don't have to deal with it, uh-huh. which a lot of people like that. It's kind of a, as you say, you know, takes the monkey off of their back a little bit. Right. So it's kind of nice with that. And the, the last thing is that we, in the last few years, we've started building some pretty high-end show cars just for ourselves. It's kind of a way to relax. Uh, we always... We always kid about it because Tempe handles the color of the car and she'll work with PPG, who's one of our sponsors, and they'll develop a color for the car. And then she'll come up with the interior color and then she leaves it to me to take care of the build. So we've got a passion for all that. You know, we help a lot of people out. We enjoy people that call into us and we get quite a few where someone's going to say, hey, I've got a 1972 GTO. It's numbers matching. What do you think the car is worth? And we try to help them out, mm-hmm. you know, give them an idea what that car would really retail for. And then, you know, it, we work from there. Nice. So it's, it's, quite a, it's quite a nice way to help people out. But the core business, advertising and marketing, you know, placing the cars, whether it's an overseas ad, it's overseas ad or whether it's a, one of the top 14 websites here in the U.S., at the end of the day, we like to say that we're a global company. That's how it works. Absolutely. Yeah, well, cars are global. I've had plenty of people on this show from all over the world. And real quickly, what's your website if people want to reach out to you? You want to go to www.classiccarmarketing.net. There we go. Awesome. I'll Thank make sure you. that is listed on Rick's show notes page on the Cars Yow website. Here's a very Perfect. introspective question for you, Rick. If Rick was a car... What kind of car would Rick be and why? The first full build that we did was a 1961 Impala. 
And, you know, we were buying cars and hanging on them, but then we got this 61 Impala and I fell in love with the car. That's what I would be. And the reason why I would be that car, because, you know, that's a one year only car and the lines of the car, the smoothness of it doesn't have the big monster fins on it anymore. You know, it's really, it's, it's one of those things that when you start looking at a 61 Impala, it just have a, it has a consistency of flow. Mm. There's no variation on it. So not only is that my favorite car, that is also the car that I would probably choose. If I was to come back, I'd want to be a 61 Impala. There you go. Well, Rick, up next is the last a lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners. This is Mark Green. I've been using Covercraft covers to protect my cars and motorcycles since I was in high school, way back in 1975. But Covercraft has much more to offer than just vehicle covers. This time of year is very hard on your vehicle's interiors. Rain, snow, dirt, and mud gets into the carpet and the seats, grinding away and destroying the original materials. It's important to preserve and protect your special ride with Covercraft floor mats and seat covers. That's what I do. They offer a wide variety of styles, colors, and materials, all designed to fit like a glove. They're easy to install and provide for anchor points and airbags for safety and a perfect fit. Protecting your vehicle adds value when you go to sell it, too. Simply go to Covercraft.com and order the style and color you like best, and boom, you're set. You'll thank me, and your vehicle will thank you as well. That's Covercraft.com, and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Rick, we are back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. Okay. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Never give up on a dream. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Never, never, ever give up on a dream. And don't let somebody tell you. It's the same thing as that, you know, if you see something in your head, pursue it in the industry. Don't let someone talk you out of a dream. Yeah, that's great Just advice. Stay with it. Yep. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your many successes over the years? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough question. But the reality is, in business, you have, you have to focus on two things. You have to have a high level of integrity. You know, make sure that if you're going to tell somebody you're going to do it, you're going to do it. That's how we run our company. Mm-hmm. There are no 
you know, there's no wiggle room. We tell you this is what you're going to need to do. That's what you need to do. That's just kind of how it is. Yep. So just be straightforward with everybody. Yeah. Honesty is always the best policy. Now, do you have a resource that you think our listeners would really enjoy that you enjoyed? Uh, you know, I, I would tell you, one of the key things when we talk about resources as far as how we look at market trending, auctions are always interesting. Um, but, you know, when we talk about auctions, we talk about there's a cannibalization going on right now with auctions because there's so many of them. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great resource to see what's going on. One of the things I would also say, I mean, go to our website www.classiccarmarketing.net. I mean, if you, we are happy to do whatever we can. If somebody has a question about a car, we had a gentleman call in last night, just wanted to know what we felt the value of his car was. Mm -hmm. He wanted to know that he was right, you know, not that there's a right or wrong on value, but at the end of the day, he was second guessing himself. So, you know, we open our door up and we just want to make sure, I mean, as a resource, we're probably one of the best that there is. Absolutely. If I could arrange... For you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Oh, that's so easy. That is the easiest <laughs> question you could ever ask me. Okay. I've I got it. It's, it's a story. Many, many years ago, Tempe and I were going to the auctions over, uh, over in Scottsdale. And it happened to be the year that my icon was turning 80 years old. I got out of the car. We were sitting at the Marriott. And I hear a gentleman behind me, he saw my credentials and he said, he said, boy, I'll tell you what. He goes, wasn't it crazy how much those cars were getting? And I looked over and I said, oh my goodness. I said, Mr. Shelby. <laughs> I kind of thought that's who you he were goes, talking about. <laughs> he says to me, he goes, he goes, oh yeah, son, just call me Carol. Hmm. And he walked up and he shook my hand and um, I told my wife I'd never wash my hand again. But we, 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 talked, we talked for a long time and the store behind Carrie, I mean, I, I, Carol is, he was an amazing guy. I have been a student of the industry forever. And uh, I tell you what, he treated me, although he didn't know me, he treated me with dignity and with respect. And it was just unbelievable. Now, fast forward, that was January, go to, go to August, and I'm at Laguna Seca for a car week in Monterey. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking like everybody else, spectators walking, watching the Trans Am's car. And I see this golf cart go blazing by me. And all of a sudden the thing locks up all four wheels. Guy turns around. Hey, Rick. Oh my gosh. I look, and I go, Hey, Carol. I go, I go, Hey, Carol, what's going on? And I, I didn't know what to say. Wow. Goes, Come here for a minute. So I go walking up and he elbows this guy sitting next to him in the arm. He goes, Hey, I want you to meet a friend of mine. He goes, you know, who this is. Mario Andretti was sitting there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, it, you know, it's just uh, Carol Shelby would be yeah. number one. Absolutely amazing guy. I mean, I've had the pleasure of being around icons. I know Barry Maguire quite well. I respect him as an icon in the industry. Yeah. You know, I knew Dan Gurney. So, I mean, a lot of these guys are just super, super people. Yeah. Wow. What a story. That is fantastic. Yeah. Man, that Pretty must crazy. have been very, very exciting. Well, how about a book? Is there a book you've read you think the Cars Yow listeners should read as well? I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's a story of one man's journey through life and his successes and his pitfalls. And it's an emotional book, but yet it's, it's a book that everybody can attach themselves to. The book is called We, W-E, and it's by, well, by a pretty famous guy by the name of Charles Lindbergh, mm. the story of his life. Wow. 
But nice. um, yeah, I read, I read that many, 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 many years ago. And it talked about when, you know, he was just a, you know, a young man and how he grew up and uh-huh. how he dreamed about doing things in his life. And it just talks about passion, talks about what you do. Yeah. It's just kind of a cool deal. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that book because I've had every guest on the show uh, recommend a book, which means that the Carja website has a great place called Guest Recommended Books. Makes sense. Where all these great books are recommended, but that's the first time that book's been recommended. So I always love it when a new book is recommended here. And I'll remind our listeners, you can find all those on the Carja website and you can find the link to this one on Rick Abate, A-B-A-T-E is the spelling of Rick's last name on his show notes page on the Carja website. All right, Rick, this is where it gets a little challenging, but maybe not. But I like to call this question a real doozy. I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world. Money's no object, but you got to keep it. You got to drive it. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. So that rule is on the books. What is that car going to be and why? Well, not a real difficult car for me to pick. You know, like I said, I'm very, I'm very passionate about what I do. And it would go back to the 61 Impala. Yeah. You know, it's the first car that I've ever, that, that's that, well, that's the first car that I actually did a full build on. Uh-huh. And, um, I will never sell it. You, you know, you, I don't care how much money you offer. It, it's just not for sale. And uh, I'm going to, it's going to stay with me until the day I pass. And then when I pass, it'll probably go to my daughter and she'll keep it until my granddaughter gets it. And <laughs> that's just kind of how it's going to be. I, I just, you know, when you, when you talk about cars, it's just, some cars are iconic. Yeah. You know, in the 61 Impala, it's a one-year-only car. It's like us building Cadillacs. I build custom Cadillacs as a hobby. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's an iconic car to me. So I would say a 61 Impala, that's the way to go. Well, I always love it when my guests already have their dream car because it saves me a few bucks. <laughs> but, but you know, more importantly, uh, very few people have their dream car and can say they have it. And what I like even better about this is, it's real easy if you have a GTO Ferrari because that's a pretty iconic car. You have a car that's that's worth millions of dollars. But when you have a car that yeah. is special to you because of your personality, your history, and it's part of the family, you're very one fortunate guy. So uh, I appreciate that. What color is your Impala? Well, it's actually orange and white. It, uh, it's been featured in Super Chevy, and it's won just about everything. It was a top 100 street rod in the nation in 2010 so i mean it's uh it's a full-blown custom orange on top uh white down below it's it's known as the dream sickle the dream sickle so i love uh, it <laughs> yeah they well they, they uh it's it, people say that it's uh it's a benchmark car yeah it's one of those cars that uh you know because it's won everything and been around for a long time people look at it like wow you know you still have that car yeah. It's like, yeah it's not getting rid of it you know it is what it is very nice very so nice it's kind of, Kind of a cool deal. Yeah, kind I think of a cool so. Deal. But like, you know, like I said, you know, nowadays we're, we're moving more into, we've been building a lot of custom Cadillacs for quite some time. And that's kind of where we're at now. But the Impala, Impala's not going anywhere. That's the car. Here to stay. Well, we share a little something about orange cars. I have a car I call my Orange Crush. It's a paint to sample metallic orange Porsche 930 Turbo from 87. Nice. So 30 years now. Yeah. But, nice. uh, only three cars were painted that color, so kind of unique in a sense. But wow. Very, obviously very different than an Impala, but uh, love to see your car someday. Well, Rick, you have taken us on a great ride today. I knew you would. I really enjoyed getting to know more about you and Tempe. And again, we got to have her on the show. And your business, I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with me. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you 
Head off down the Coast Highway in that 61 Chevrolet Impala. I think I think I would if I was going to give any advice to anyone um, as far as business, you know, make sure that that you do what you say you're going to do. You know, keep it real. Yep. Uh, integrity. You you got one shot at your integrity. Don't don't let it go sideways on you. You know, in life, life is kind of the same way. You know, as you travel down that road, you're you're going to come across people that maybe you you just don't care for. But it doesn't do anybody any good to say anything bad about anyone. And it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't do you any good to say anything bad about anybody. So, you know, try to keep a, a higher level of integrity, follow your dreams, keep reaching for the stars. You may not get there right now, but you never know. Someday you're going to grab onto that star and you're going to be there and you're going to look back and you're going to go, wow, this has been one heck of a journey. <laughs> Absolutely. And again, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you? You can, you know, there's a couple of different ways. One, uh, Instagram, CCM SoCal. Uh, that's that's our Instagram. You can go to Facebook, Rick Abatey at, you know, Facebook.com uh, or just go to the website, you know, www.classiccarmarketing.net. Real simple. Um, and like I said, I mean, we're open. Anybody needs help. You know, we're we're just one of these people. It's like, you know, we're not we're not looking to make a buck and do everything. It's just, hey, what can we do to help you? If you need help, give us a call. Go to the website. Shoot me an email. No worries whatsoever. Go. Well, again, listeners, you can find links to everything Rick has shared today on his Cars yeah! show notes page. Just go to CarsYow.com, yeah! type in Rick Abate, A-B-A-T-E. You'll find all those links there. I would encourage you to check out his website and see what he can offer you. Rick, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and sharing all of your fun experiences with me and the Cars yeah! audience. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Hey, Mark, thank you so much for having us on your on your show today. Really appreciate everything. And and once again, you know, I got to tell you, it's all about the passion. It's got to do with the hobby, you know, and how we stay focused. So we'll travel down that road in life and I'll jump in my Impala and I'm going to keep going. So if you need anything, <laughs> give us a call. I'm on the road. I will do that. Thank you. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimball.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!